there. Welcome to another episode of Uncommon Knowledge. I'm Jennifer, and this week is about the holidays. <laughs> I know, I know, it's not even October yet, but I am going to talk to you with you about this because I started making plans for this Christmas. And I mentioned it to some people, some friends, um, and I got met with the same opposition I get met with every time I talk about plans around the holidays. So if you've listened to my podcast, you know that um, I got divorced. A lot of things changed for me. I started carving out really my own path for my life. And one of those things meant learning to deal with alternating holiday schedules. So I went from having alternating holiday schedules with my in-laws and my parents and that balance that I think newlyweds and, and you know, married couples deal with, <laughs> as much as I hated that actually, to dealing with now the balance of the alternating holidays that come with being um, in a shared custody situation. The first Christmas of divorce life for me, I did not have my son. And that was an odd, odd feeling. It was hard enough getting used to the weekends without him and having to learn to remember, you know, to get reacquainted with me and what I enjoyed doing because so much of my life had been a sacrifice for somebody else's happiness before. I had to get that voice back and remember. So then I had this added balance of trying to figure out what I was going to do with myself on the on the holidays that I did have my son versus the holidays that I was just on my own. And as soon as I realized that this opened up a world of opportunities for me, it stopped being something that I agonized over and started being something that I actually kind of looked forward to. That is until my friends who absolutely had the best intentions got wind of what, what my plans were. And every year I kind of went through this weird little dance and I just learned to stop telling some people what I was doing. See, on the years that I don't have my son for Thanksgiving, I'm likely just going to be on my couch hanging out, taking enjoying a day off of work. Maybe I'll go see my friends. Maybe I'll see a movie. Maybe I'll absolutely just stay in my PJs and do nothing whatsoever. Eat leftovers. I don't know. I tend to enjoy just making that one kind of a last minute decision. There have been years that I have loved celebrating with friends who have invited me into their home, into their traditions. And I enjoy those. I, I don't dislike those. It's just I enjoy the ability to choose the years that I don't have my son on Christmas. Um, you know, those are a little bit harder, but I also try to take advantage of the slower time at work, the ability to take along some longer days off and maybe go on a trip, maybe not go on a trip, maybe just stay at home. In the years that I do have my son, like last year for Thanksgiving, we had a magnificent time. We went up to Tulsa, which I know does not sound very exciting. And it really is not like a exciting destination, you know, place on the map. It's not like New York City or Chicago or LA. It's not something that, that there's a large tourist draw to. But um, to hear my kid talk about it, it was the most exciting thing that happened to him <laughs> last year. And we didn't do anything really exciting. We tried some new breakfast places and some new dinner places. And we went sightseeing and actually we went to the zoo on Thanksgiving Day and had the entire Tulsa Zoo to ourselves. And it was awesome because it was basically like getting a behind the scenes tour. Every place we went, any of the exhibits, if they could, they would let us like see something special. Like in several places we got to do see their feeding or we got to see kind of some changing or some updates to the to the displays and just some kind of behind the scenes stuff that we might not have been able to see if we'd been there on a very crowded day. So this year I'm making plans for what we're going to do because I have him for Christmas this year. I got the idea that um, with all of the stuff going on with the virus, I really don't want to have um, both of us get on a plane. 
I am taking us on a road trip adventure. My son and I have fun in the most normal of places. You know, you can find us actually at, um, at the, you know, when we're at the Home Depot, one of our favorite things to do is to go to the plumbing aisle and get the plungers and have like lightsaber sword battles with the with the plungers in the middle of the aisle. We enjoy that kind of stuff. And that's just the kind of stuff that we will laugh and talk about and bond over. So a road trip with him for several days, especially as the only driver will get exhausting for me, but I've planned it out so that we're going to have these mini adventures along the way. And we're going to go to Roswell, we're gonna to go to Tucson, we're gonna drive up through Phoenix and go to Sedona and stop at the Grand Canyon. And then we're going to go to Winslow, Arizona before going to Albuquerque, spend Christmas actually in Albuquerque, and then go through Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo on the way home. All of those things are not necessarily really exciting, but for me, I'm excited about the little mini adventures and the time I get to spend with him where 30 years from now, he'll look back and, and he'll remember that time with me and that, that he and I had that special one-on-one -on -one time. And what I hope to create in, in him, and I hope that over the years I've created in him, is the thing I'm gonna share with you guys, that holidays are what you want to make of them. There's nothing that says that you are required to do a certain prescribed set of events or activities you're, not, you're under no obligation to do anything in most of life in general, but particularly the holidays. The holidays are what you make of them. If I wanted to, I could make them all about gifts and money spent and the, you know, equate that the amount I love my son is reflected in the amount of presents I buy him, but I choose to show him that the way I love him is through my presence and being in activities with him and doing things with him and making memories because for him, I want him to grow up not attached to things. I want him to have memories of me and I want him to have memories of adventures and things that we did together. Because one day I'm not gonna be here. One day I will have passed on. He will have just those memories. Those are, more important, those are worth more than anything else because things break, toys, you know, lose their popularity. You can, you outgrow shirts or, you know, even just fad toys and those kind of things. And, and I don't look back on my life and think of, you know, um, maybe, maybe like one or two things that I fondly remember getting from my parents' as gifts. And my parents gave me more gifts than I could possibly have um, anything, you know, stuff to do with them or space to store them. But the things that I remember about childhood have nothing to do with the gifts themselves and have more to do with the memories involved with those things. And I wanna give my son more of those things than gifts. So for me, backing this up and kind of looping back, the divorce was really the beginning of me recognizing that the holidays are supposed to be what I want to make of them. What I would define for my family, the holidays are supposed to be about spending time with people you love, doing things that make you happy. It shouldn't be this mess and of frustration or anxiety or feeling like you have to do something out of guilt. So the divorce showed me that, opened my eyes to the fact that I was able to make a decision for what I wanted for myself. I, I didn't have to do what anybody else wanted me to do. I didn't have to do anything that they expected me to do. I didn't have to do anything just because it was the holidays. And when I say my friends sometimes have issue with this, and I know that they have the best intentions, but when I tell people sometimes that I'm just planning on staying on my couch on Christmas day because I don't have my son, or I'm going on a trip, 
It was one Christmas I went to Canada. I think I went to Banff and went snowboarding because I could. Um, but when I tell people that I do those things, I get kind of the same look at when I tell people I travel by myself too. But <laughs> people don't understand it. And I actually kind of feel sorry for them because they feel like they have to save me from this lonely life. And they don't realize that I'm perfectly okay going to the movies on Christmas Day. I'm perfectly okay having lunch with my neighbor's friends because my last year my neighbor invited me to go to, to Christmas dinner with them and I absolutely loved it. I'm perfectly okay making my decisions and defining for myself what family looks like, what friends look like, what the holidays look like and I don't live underneath that pressure and I did for years. I did for years. I did what somebody else wanted me to. I loaded up a car with a kid and all this stuff and the pressure of driving and telling one family no we're not going to come and see you or telling one family no we're not going to be there on that day but we'll see you the next day or feeling like we have these obligations that I didn't really want to do and feeling guilty for not wanting to be there. Post-divorce, I learned how to say yes to what I wanted and not to feel guilty and telling people that that's what I was doing. I don't feel guilty not going to my, my family's major Christmas event. I don't feel guilty not, you know, making a big Thanksgiving dinner in my house and inviting everybody over. I don't feel guilty deciding year to year what I want to do. And I don't care if that doesn't jive with anybody else. I don't care if that bothers other people. Because if it bothers them, really what they need to ask themselves is why does what I do for the holidays bother them. And if your answer back or their answer back is because that's just what you're supposed to do on the holidays, my, my response to you and them would be, really? Who says? How did that get started? How did it ever get started, this obligation that family has to be defined this way or that holidays have to look like a Norman Rockwell painting? And by the way, those of you that do the big family events, how many of them really are that Norman Rockwell painting? How many of them are that picturesque, everybody's just lovely and all dudded up and there's a bazillion presents under the tree and everybody is just delightful and everybody has a great time. The reality is probably very, very few. And even then it's probably a charade. I know on some level at my family gatherings that we used to do, it was. Nobody talked about the fact that there might be people who were having a difficult time who couldn't buy presents. And nobody talked about people who were having, you know, that maybe it was hard for them to be there because they'd lost a spouse or they'd lost, a, you know, a job or they were fighting or there was, you know, all of these things going on in someone's life. Or maybe they just never got to the point of admitting being able to talk about the fact that they didn't enjoy the big social setting and that they did it out under obligation. And I don't know about you, but being around a bunch of people who feel like they're obligated to be there is like being around a bunch of people who feel like they're there because they have a gun to their head. And I don't want to be around those people. And I was that person at these events. So I stopped caring what other people thought. And I started choosing for myself what the holidays looked like. And since then, I have faced people who panic when I tell them what, that, what I'm doing. Like, and honestly, who start trying to figure out how to save me from myself. And I love them and I don't get angry at them. I love them. They're well-intentioned. I don't need saving. I have accepted invites to people's houses for events. Like I said, last Christmas, I went with my neighbor to his friend's house. I choose to do those things because that's what I feel like doing. When I get asked, I feel like doing it. But 
I've just decided that I'm not doing anything anymore under an obligation when it comes to holidays or my free time or vacations or any of that. I have enough obligations in my life that are legitimate obligations the holidays, my vacation, my free time, my personal interests, those things are no longer subjected to other people's opinion. And if you don't like it, it's okay. You don't have to, I'm not asking you to. And if it keeps you from being in my life, then that is your choice and you're free to make it. But I'm just done. I'm done with choosing things because somebody else wants me to or because some societal norm has said that this is what Christmas has to look like or this is what traveling has to look like or this is what my free time, my interests and so on and so forth have to look like. Just like I gave up the fact that I don't care if you think that because I'm 40 something that I should not be single, that I should have resettled down or that I shouldn't have tattoos or that I shouldn't listen to this or I shouldn't watch that or I shouldn't drive this or I shouldn't eat there or I shouldn't wear this or I shouldn't do that for, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and that holidays for me like, has been such a joy in the last several years when I finally just said, I'm not doing this for anybody else anymore. And if you have that Norman Rockwell holiday and it brings you joy and, and you love it and it, it literally is what you want to do, then amen to that, more power to you. That's what it should be about. But if you are in a situation where you dread the holidays or you're in a situation where you have such dread of the holidays that you get ulcers or that you're taking like, I don't know, a, you're drinking your weight in Pepto or something like that because you give yourself digestive issues over the anxiety of having to go and do these things or you're you're running yourself ragged, you're spreading yourself thin, you're cooking, you know, you're up all night and you're doing all this craziness and it's not bringing you joy. Like I would seriously challenge you to look at why you keep doing it then. Maybe you don't cook the big meal. Maybe you eat out on that day, or maybe you have it like ordered. I have so many places that will cater an entire meal if you still wanna do the big Christmas event. But look at that and find out what, if it's not bringing you joy, ask yourself why you repeatedly stress yourself out over it. What would it look like if you were to do what did bring you joy? So maybe, like I said, maybe you're catering your lunch. Maybe you're not having everybody and their brother over to your house to open presents. Maybe you're opening presents on Christmas Eve. Maybe you're not doing presents at all. Maybe your gift to your family is a trip, a memory, something instead of things. Ask yourself why you're not doing those things and what the barriers are to them because the holidays should not be about stress. They just shouldn't. You should choose for yourself what you want those to look like because you only have so many days on this earth and there are no guarantees about tomorrow. Please do the thing that brings you joy and stop doing the thing that causes you unbelievable stress or dread or worry or takes joy from you. That's what I have to say this week. I hope that as you go into the holiday season, you re-examine the choices you make and the activities that you do and the things that you commit to and you choose 
joy instead of suffering through another holiday. As always, thanks for listening. I welcome your feedback. And if there's anything that you want to hear, are coming, we're coming to the end of the year and I've got, you know, some some flexibility in the next episodes look like. So if there's anything you want to hear about or you want to hear my opinion on, I'm happy to share. Um, you can find my contact information for both the Facebook page and my direct um, LinkedIn profile. So feel free to reach out to me on either of those. Anyway, until next episode, be well.